Oh, what a busy day. <laughs> so it, it, I, I heard it's a little cooler by your house now, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, it, all, all that heat's coming over here. It's like 90, 90 today, So and tomorrow right. it's supposed to be the same. So I, I'm welcoming it because it's like the, the hottest days of summer right now. And uh, um, yeah, it's pretty good. What's oh, going on, everybody? It is Tuesday. Show Me the Money Club live, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. You can catch us all over, primarily YouTube, but we're on Facebook, uh, Rumble, uh, LinkedIn, uh, or else Twitter. Uh, so we're, we're all over the place when it comes to the show. And if you're listening on the uh, audio form of the podcast on all of your favorite platforms. Uh, but if you want the live show, you got to be here on the Rideshare Guy, Tuesdays, 6 p.m., 3 p.m. Eastern. Now, we got a great show for you coming up. Uh, we have... Uh, a lot going on. So first, let's do a quick rundown. Uh, we got Steve Wright, uh, the Rides CEO. He's going to be coming on in just a few minutes. Uh, then we're going to be talking about, uh, you know, a CEO, another CEO's uh, daily routine. And I'm going to I'm going to also interject my my new daily routine um, because you know a whole daily routine I think is very good when it comes to you know just playing everything well when it comes to you know getting out there making money when it comes to just a lot of different things. So we're going to be talking about nice daily routine. Hopefully you guys got a good daily routine as well, too. Uh, then we're going to be talking about how Uber is allowing, <clears throat> is allowing you to record trips uh, when it's going to be audio. So is that going to be something that you're going to want to take part in or allow? Uh, we'll have some thoughts there. Uh, we're going to be talking about Uber expanding Uber teen in new markets. Uh, unfortunately, I am one of the new markets that it's in. Uh, so we're going to be talking about that. Uh, then we're going to be talking about Lyft shaving with uh, scheduled trips. What's going on there? Uh, Uber and Lyft suppressing the surge, but charging the passengers and now reimbursing the passengers. There's a whole hoopla going there. Uh, also, some cities uh, you really want to watch out for because they're going to be giving out AI bus tickets. Uh, so we're going to be talking about what that means, and especially when it comes to rideshare driving, when it comes to picking up, dropping off, uh, bus lanes, all of that good stuff. Uh, and why can't they just keep tickets, you know, out of the whole thing? But either way, we're going to end also on some funnies. Uh, so we got a pretty good show for you coming today uh, when it comes down to it. But we want to thank today's sponsor, MIMO. If you're looking to level up your financial game, let me introduce you to MIMO, your ultimate financial companion. MIMO is the mobile app designed for self-employed workers like you, and it brings all of your income sources together and effortlessly tracks all of your earnings across all your gigs in one easy to use app. Not only that, MIMO helps you hit your financial goals by automatically tracking your progress, helping you stay motivated and earn more every step of the way. You know, one of the things that we talked about over the last several weeks on Show Me The Money Club is you know, financial planning, financial goal setting, all that good stuff. This app can help you actually achieve some of those goals and understand where your money's going and all that stuff. So that's part of what's going on in it. So MIMO users who also set a goal in the app also use or also will make 12% more than users who don't, which means you can get to your goals faster. And when it comes to taxes, MIMO has you covered. Get free tax estimates as you earn to always know what you owe, which will save you serious money on expensive accountant fees. And you can get answers to important tax questions for free instantly with MIMO's built-in AI accountant. Click the link in the description below for more information and to download the free app. We can't go wrong. It's free and, you know, you're just going to have a lot more information at your disposal when it comes to your earnings, your financial goals, 
And of course, when it comes to taxes, because we all got to pay them. <laughs> so, <laughs> Sergio, how you doing? Doing great, buddy. Doing very all right. well. Um, awesome. About I'm to glad interview you. our seventh CEO. So I'm counting. <laughs> I'm, I'm keeping a count now. You know, I'm just like putting notches on the wall, <laughs> like I'm in prison. Awesome. Well, one of the good things is, yes, we have uh, Steve Wright coming on. So, Steve, welcome. Thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Hey, Steve, how are you? I'm doing well, Sergio. How are you today? I'm doing very, very well. Uh, very happy to have you here because I think it's really, really timely that, um, you know, we're keep introducing our audience, new players in the market, <clears throat> in the ride share space, right? And... Um, Look, we're not going to lie about it. We put out videos, pretty much 95% of the comments are negative, right? And they're not happy. Drivers are not happy. And, uh, you know, what better way to put more tools in the driver's toolbox? As far as I'm concerned, Rides is definitely uh, a company that we should be discussing, and that's why you're here. So with all that said, please introduce yourself. What you did before actually getting into Rides or creating Rides and uh, what Rides is. Yeah, uh, like like you said, I'm Steve Wright, the founder and CEO of Rides. Um, we um, quite a few years ago uh, took note of all the um, improprieties going on in the rideshare business. We'd been in medical equipment for 27 years and, and sold that company. Uh, and instead of retiring, we decided, hey, let's let's find a new a new um, a calling, a new new something we can do to help help the world out a little bit. Uh, and looking at all the the things that were going on in the rideshare, you know, drivers being you know, uh, disrespected and, and underpaid and, and just the, the whole whole issues that everybody knows are going on in the right share business. So it really got our interest peaked. So we um, we began this company right outside of Austin, Texas, and we were just going to be a little, you know, a little mom and pop over here doing our thing. And uh, and uh, it started growing and being, you know, requested to go other places and other places. And we've, we're getting requests around the world. But, you know, we definitely are not interested in leaving the United States by any means with this yet. Um, but it has grown. And um it is. Uh, we're just really, truly here for the drivers and the passengers. Um, we've uh, we've already been what I feel successful in our careers and everything, and so we're not really in this to try to become bazillionaires. Um, in fact, I don't even take a paycheck from the company yet. Uh, someday I will. You know, someday I do have to work on that retirement again a little bit. But right now, I don't even take a paycheck from the company. Um, so we really do. We listen to the drivers. We listen to the passengers. Um, I structured a lot of the safety things uh, in the company. Uh, as if my daughters or my wife were getting in the car, you know, what would what would be the minimum requirements I would want to see uh, companies do if my family are getting in the car. And so that's kind of how we worked on the passenger side and the safety issues. And then from the driver side, I can relate. I mean, I understand some drivers, you know, the situation they're in, they're driving to pay the electric bill this week or they're driving for a formula and diapers. And I can relate to that. I, I, I certainly understand how that is. So I put myself in the driver's shoes as well. And I okay. think, what, what do they deserve? They deserve respect and they deserve to make the money that they earn. So, okay. So let's, let's just, let's spread this out a little bit. Right. So I want, you know, you're in my city. I heard about rides. Um, I'm a driver on Uber and Lyft and maybe other platforms. Um, tell me, how do I get on rides as a driver? It's very simple to start the process. They can go to rides.com and choose sign up to drive. Okay, then there's a process. It includes the background check and the typical stuff, setting up their payment accounts and all that stuff. And then the last and final step is a face-to-face -face meeting with us. We meet okay, every so, driver face-to-face. -face. So there is a face-to-face -face interview process. Um, the on the background check, do who pays for the background check? Do you guys pay for it or the driver? Mm -hmm. We're having the drivers pay for it. We were paid for it up, up front. 
But we decided the best of the best drivers who are, are truly independent contractors, who truly want to create their own business in their vehicle, uh, don't mind investing, having a dog in the hunt. They don't mind putting a little bit of money into this because they know they're going to get it back many, many times over. So uh, the, right now, the, the drivers pay for their background check. Um, the final step is they do the face-to-face -face interview. Um, at which point we confirm all the documentation in person, make sure the face matches the driver's license and all that stuff, insurance and everything. And then we do a drug screening, uh, drug screening that text for all the big stuff, you know, PCP and uh, barbiturates and methamphetamines and stuff. And, and and on that note, I know our systems work and there have been quite a few people who have come in for this process and have not been able to pass the drug test, which is very concerning because they could be driving for other other you know services or whatever. So I know that the, the process is working. It's doing the job that we intended to do. Uh, right. When they leave that interview, they are signed up. If, as long as everything goes well, they're signed up and ready to go out and, and do rides that exact minute as soon as they walk out the door. So right off the bat, I can see the difference in a watered down background check by Checker that's run by Uber, Lyft, DoorDash, many other gig companies versus yours, right? Yep. So there is a drug test. So yes. and, and I think all, all of them should do it, but obviously for at their scale, if they do it, they will not have any drivers left on the platform probably. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it, that is what it is. So that part we got. Now, I'm a passenger now. How do I hear about rides? And I heard about rides, let's say, and how do I get on the platform and how do I order my trip? Sure. Same thing as, as any other thing. We do the, the uh, social media marketing and all the different things that you might see, uh, any any kind of advertising uh, that you might see, maybe not to the extent that the larger companies are able to do, but we are, we're putting the word out, as well as drivers. Drivers need to market themselves because they are independent contractors. And guess what? They get to keep the money they earn, so why not market yourself? I liken this to if I hire a carpenter to come to my house and he decides to tell my neighbor about his services, I can't tell him, you can't do that. You're working for me. No, he's an independent contractor. Market yourself. So we tell the drivers, market market yourself market yourself and they can actually collect their own clientele of people because we have direct driver requests so once they get somebody who's a preferred passenger that passenger can request them time and time and time again and it's a good good situation because the passenger likes the driver driver likes the passenger so back yeah. to the passenger well, side oh, go ahead yeah, so we always say on show me the money like treat this like um you are oh. <laughs> Uh -oh. It looks like Sergio just got kicked off. Uh, uh -oh. Where he was going with with that comment is uh, treat it, your business like treat it as you are a small business owner. Uh, I'm assuming that's what you're about to say, though, Sergio. Yeah, right? that, that's what I was about to say, and then yeah. my internet conked out. But it's good. Um, well, and, and I agree a hundred percent. It is their business. I've been self-employed my whole life. I've had many, many companies. Uh, you know, other businesses stuff. And I treat every driver like this is their company. They're the CEO in their car. As far as I'm concerned, that is their car. They, they they treat that like their business. They treat that passenger like their customer. We make nothing from the passenger, not a penny, not a red cent we make from the passenger. That is their customer. So the best thing for them to do is make sure that passenger wants them again and again and again because they build their clientele. So it is their business. That car is their business. That's their office or whatever you want to call. It, and they they have to treat it as such. So Okay, so um, now that we cleared that up, obviously, whatever city you're in, uh, you have to be TNC licensed. Am I correct? Assuming yes. that? Yes, yes, okay. 100%. So you, you have the legalities out of the way, TNC licensed. As we know, as I know, and a lot of our viewers know from their receipts, mm -hmm. they receive from Uber and Lyft, and I listen to their conference calls, earning conference calls. The biggest complaint that they have, especially in California, has been uh commercial insurance rates let's talk a little bit about that as you know uh the competitors uber and lyft offer 
There are three periods, obviously, period one, period two, period three. They offer some sort of coverage to the driver, with the strongest coverage being when there is a passenger in the backseat, right, in the car. So who pays for the commercial insurance? Is there commercial insurance during rides, trips, and then, um, you know, what the coverage is like? Yes, we also provide the same insurance that any other rideshare would. Um, we meet or exceed all state requirements. So first off, we are we are licensed in every state we're in, in every airport that we actually service, we're licensed with those. And we do provide the same commercial insurance and it meets or exceeds the state requirements for period one, period two, and period three. Um, we cover that on our side. There's a small insurance per mile fee that is back being paid by the passenger. Once again, we keep nothing from that. There's no markup. That goes straight to uh, our hub insurance, which is our insurance uh, provider. Um, and uh, and so that is actually paid through there. So we're making sure that that's in place and every trip is covered on the insurance. Okay. So, so we're taking care of all the uh, normal stuff. So now let's say as we know, uh, you know, rideshare in, in our worlds has been and is so far a two-sided marketplace with these giants in between playing agent, right? So in a two-sided marketplace, they have to charge as much as they can, which is dynamic, right? They could fluctuate wildly. While I was going to a, let's say, football game, my trip would be 30, but on the way out, it could be 130, right? It was like, there is no rhyme or reason. There is some algorithm deciding for the passenger what they're going to pay and mm -hmm. for the driver, what they're going to receive. Yes. And the, the, the difference in between is called the take rate, which they can fluctuate wildly, right? So talk to me a little bit about that part of it. Is there surge on the system? Are, is there chances for drivers to make more money? Because surges are bread and butter. If it's surging, obviously we're going to make more money because the passenger is going to be charged more money. Who decides on who to charge what? Mm -hmm. So we have our, our, our regular rates are per mile per minute, uh, the base fare and booking fee drivers get all of that. There's no smoke and mirrors in there. We're not keeping any of that. Okay. But there, we didn't do the surge. We did something called perk instead. And it basically stands for passenger enabled ride kickstart is what the, what the, uh, uh, the, the name of it is. And what that is, is in a high demand situation, for instance, somebody goes, goes out to the F1 track here in Austin. Literally, this is a true story. $40 to get there, $120 to get home. Well, they're hostage. What are you going to do? Walk? It's 20 miles outside of town. What are you going to do? Walk? No, you can't. You have to pay what they request otherwise. So on ours, the passenger can actually put the perk in there. They can say, well, I don't want to pay $80 surge price, but you know what? I'll give my driver an extra 30 or 40 bucks because the driver gets 100% of it. So they know in a high demand area, add that perk. Now now that the rides driver will get them um, and actually the driver makes more and they get they save money. So either way, we're actually working on some things to make notifications available in high demand areas where passengers are notified, hey, you're in a high demand area. We will never put this on the price, but we recommend you might consider it because people do chase, chase the surge prices with other companies and, and everything like that. So we want passengers to know there's an option. Don't you don't have to you don't have to pay that that surge price, um, you know, add a little extra for your driver on this one. They'll be happy to take care of you. Yeah, that's, a, that's an interesting idea, actually. And And is there tipping allowed on your system? Yes, 100%. Okay, There's and obviously the driver gets 100% of the tips, right? 100%. We don't touch anything from that. And another thing is that perk can be used during a trip. So, you know, the infamous, can you run me through Taco Bell? I'll pay you on the tip. And then it never happens. They sprint out of the car. They can, The driver can say, hey, yeah, add $3 on perk. It immediately notifies the driver. Your, your passengers added a perk. It shows it on the total. It can't be taken back. They go through Taco Bell. Everybody's happy. So Okay, so, so you mentioned to me that, you know, you're not taking any money out. So, so far... I'm trying to figure out 
how a ride is going to make money, right? Because, okay, you're not charging, you're not taking any money from the passenger. You're not taking any money from the driver. So I'm kind of going like, okay, this is like, you know, you know what they say in our world, too good to be true. It's probably so, right? Yeah. So yeah. now let's get to the little bit nitty gritty of the, of the, of the parts of rides, right? Mm -hmm. um, how, okay. So your driver, you consider as their own small business, right? That they, they can do all the publicizing. They can do all the marketing themselves if they wanted to, right? Um, but how, what do they pay for the services? Is this one other one of those subscription-based services? Obviously, there is no commission that you're taking, right? So as, as the company in between, you're providing the app, there is a cost to run that. I mean, you know, you're not going to do it because you're such a wonderful person, which oh, I know you are, but, but, you know, nothing is free in this world. So let's talk a little bit about the cost to the driver. Sure. Yeah, we set this up. You know, this is one of those three o'clock in the moment uh, morning aha moments. How can we be different? I don't want to be the other companies. I want to be an alternative. I want to be something different. Uh, and we originally started this out where we would do that. And we would try to take 15 or 20 or whatever the percentage is uh, to make the money. Like I said, the passenger pays the bills. They're paying if there's an airport fee, the passenger paid that driver gets everything else, you know, that, that can be given away. If the government didn't get it, the driver did. OK, so what we do is we do a subscription model. Um, right now in most of the markets we're in, we're not even charging that. We're letting drivers kind of build some clientele. We're doing it for free, letting them do it. And then we'll ease into it. The average market is going to be about a hundred dollars a month when we get to the full subscription level, which we're not there yet. Um, some markets we're doing first month free, second month, 25, third, 50, fourth month, uh, 75. And then the fifth month would be the hundred dollars. That gives them plenty of time to, to, to ramp up. And I joke with drivers when we're onboarding them, you know, if in 30 days you can't get $25 where the passengers want you again, you might want to consider a different uh, profession. You know, um, we really, this is, it's very successful. The drivers who get that, how can I get you again question? This is 100% in their wheelhouse and they can hand the, the passenger a card that has their QR code on it or their driver ID. And they say, next time you need a trip, put in your information, scan this code or enter my ID in, hit request. I'm going to be on my way. Um, so that subscription is how we're going to make money. And like I said, we're not out to make bazillions off this thing. We're out to help the industry, help people. Uh, we've committed our whole life to actually helping people. We did hospice the last 10 years of our medical equipment. That's not something you do for money. That's something you do because it's a calling. Um, and same with this. We want to help the drivers. Now, don't get me wrong. When we have many, many drivers, we will obviously make money. We'll find other ways to give that money back to the community or back to drivers or whatever we need to do. But um, but yeah, so right now it's a subscription base. Uh, 100 is going to be what most of them will be when it gets to the top position. And uh, and that's all it's going to be. Okay. So for 100 bucks a month or 99, as you said, the driver gets the tools, which is the app, obviously. you know. Now, um, I asked this question to all the CEOs who are in this space or trying to get into the space, right? Mm -hmm. Look, we know at the moment the dissatisfaction rate with all the drivers on on um, rideshare platforms such as Uber and Lyft is extremely, extremely high. I mean, look, you know, we have upfront fares now, which nobody understands. Truly, nobody understands. Mm -hmm. You know, we talk about shaving this, shaving that, the shady stuff that they pull, the glitches that kind of show up out of the blue, which no reason for a technology company to have that many glitches on a daily basis, right? So to, for me, the important thing is I can get you all the drivers overnight because they are so unhappy. And look, there's another app in their toolbox and they can make some money while they may be working for Uber and Lyft, but they also have the rides app on and then, you know, do some trips for rides as well. So the problem has always been for the newcomers, and I'm going to consider you a newcomer, but this oh, yeah. 
this project that you have is getting the passengers, getting the, you know, the acquisition of the passenger is so expensive. And that's why these companies had billions and billions and billions of dollars to spend when they started, because they literally offered trips for free to get sure. everybody on the platform and then hook them. And then now we know what's happening to their rates, right? So yep. what are you going to do as a company? I understand as a driver, you can do your own marketing and do whatever you need to do as a small business. But sure. what is the company going to do as far as uh, consumer or passenger acquisition to help these drivers to stay busy and to stay on your platform? Sure. And, and, and that, that's, a, that's a very valid question. Uh, we will be doing marketing as well, um, you know, especially a lot of social media marketing, target marketing around events and things like that to try to get the name out. We're starting to hear more and more. In fact, it's kind of ironic that I've, I've onboarded quite a few drivers recently here in Austin. I asked them, how did you hear about rides? And they say their passengers told them from the other companies, which is a good sign. That means the passenger saying, look, I had a good experience with rides. And I would like to see you be on rides as well. So passengers are starting to tell drivers about rides. So it is truly a grassroots effort. Um, we, like I said, we're we're giving the drivers all the tools and the toolbox they need to actually use this and create their own business. And we're asking them to meet us halfway. In other words, all of the businesses I've ever been in, nobody for under $100 a month, which would be their background check and their onboarding fee, which they get lighted uh, signs for the windshield and all that stuff. You know, to, usually it's about $55 for those two things for the driver nowhere ever have I been able to get in business for 55 bucks ever, yeah. you know, it's just unheard of. And then, like I said, we're carrying the insurance, we're doing the heavy lifting on our side. So it's a mutual thing. We will be marketing. We will be doing our part to actually get those. I call them the magic uh, rideshare ferry that goes over the car and sprinkles trip requests on them. Those will start happening the more we become known. But in the beginning, you know, drivers set goals. They say, okay, I, I need to, can I need to have four passengers uh, this week that will be reoccurring passengers. And I know that covers my subscription right there. I'm right. covered. Everything from that, from that point on is gravy. So treating it like a business and treating them like a businessman and then giving them the tools and teaching them how to market themselves and actually promote themselves to be successful because we're with them. We're actually with them the whole way. I think uh, we've seen a lot of good success in the market already. Okay. So, um, you know, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about um, what Uber and Lyft do when there is some sort of legislation or some sort of city ordinance that's happening. Um, mm -hmm. You know, the first thing that they do is they go, well, we're going to leave, right? Because it's going to be unaffordable for everybody. Everybody's going to lose their flexibility and freedom and all that good stuff. So mm -hmm. they were able to defeat a couple of ordinances and state bills in the the state of Minneapolis and city of uh, state of Minnesota and city of Minneapolis by the mayor and the governor vetoing these bills. Right. Um, so there is one coming up in Chicago. In fact, I'm going to have a bunch of people next week on Chicago to explain us what the city ordinance that is on the table in the city council of Chicago with a bunch of elder women and men. So are you in the city of Chicago? Yes, we are. Okay. Are you, I mean, how big is your operation? And like, how many trips are you doing? How many drivers do you have? Yeah, on it's trip? ramping up. We, we've got like quite a few drivers up there and it's starting to ramp up and everything. So we, um, we do work with different organizations right there. So if, if, um, if somebody was to leave the city, we could be in a position right now to, to pick up the slack and, and actually, actually, uh, hardly miss a beat as far as people getting around the town and stuff. So, yeah. So this will be the first city that actually there's an alternative if Uber and Lyft leave. Yes. And actually, and I'll, on that point, I'll give you this. Um, in Austin, Texas, where I live, that's exactly what gave me that one of the things that gave me the idea of doing this because uh, yeah, the big people left. left, 
because they didn't want to do some of the background checks and stuff. And I'm going, wait a minute, if my daughter's in that car, I want this stuff done. Well, of course, by the time we got our first version of the program written, there was 10 companies in and, you know, you know, the story, they went through the state, got everything taken away from the cities. And now they're, everybody's back where they want to be, but cities shouldn't be afraid. They should not be afraid and think, Oh, we, we won't have transportation in our city or whatever. There's enough smaller companies like ours. And there's, you know, some others that I've seen on your, your program that would be more than willing to step in and do what's right for the passengers and the drivers, you know? So I I don't think that should be a problem. Yeah. So um, let's, let's talk a little bit about where you are at the moment. Right. And Um, what cities you're in and what states. And okay. um, we'll talk at the end about expansion plans, obviously, because no rideshare company should always, they should always have an expansion plan. So tell us a little bit about that. Sure. Right now in, in Texas, we're in Austin, San Antonio, uh, Lubbock, Amarillo, Corpus Christi, and Waco. We're live in those regions, already have drivers in place and doing trips there. Um, so uh, we're about to move into Dallas, and that'll be on the list. I tell you in a minute of our expansion. Um, Arizona, we're already live in Phoenix, and of course, we're doing airports in these cities as well. Um, South Dakota, Rapid City, we're there. Illinois, Chicago, um, uh, Indiana, we're in South Bend, Indiana, and we've got some expansion plans there coming up very shortly. Uh, in Ohio, we're in Cincinnati and um, and Columbus. Uh, North Carolina, already live in Raleigh. Uh, South Carolina, we're showing great success in Myrtle Beach, Columbia, and Charleston. Um, and then uh, in Georgia, we're in Atlanta already. Um, so those are the cities uh, and the states that we're in right now, 17 cities. Um, and of course, some of those cities have 200 actual towns within the within the city, like Chicago. Um, so yeah, it's a pretty, pretty vast uh, coverage so far. Okay. So um, besides the cities, obviously, you know, um, what we need to look forward to, obviously, according to the success of the company, right? Mm-hmm. Expansion plans. Are you thinking of, look, I mean, the, the chat's flying, right? Everybody's asking, are you coming here? Are you coming here? Are you coming here? Mm-hmm. Okay, so what? how would the how would the drivers who are interested in rides, how should I, how would they get in touch with you or whoever in the company? So, you know, drop, yeah. actually, we'll, we'll put that in, in the show notes. So, sure. you know, whoever's <laughs> interested. Yeah, they can actually go to our website and don't judge. We're working on that web page. It, it's functional and it's not pretty, uh, but they can go there and create a ticket. And actually those tickets that have to do with expansion come directly to me. I answer their ticket of when am I coming to New Jersey or when am I coming to Hawaii? Well, I'd like Hawaii sooner rather than later, but you know, I'm the one who answers those tickets. So right now the cities that are imminent, we're already working on on um, permits for our Las Vegas, which that's a that's quite a process, but we're, we're yeah. about halfway through the process. Um, Tampa, Florida, of course, Dallas and Fort Worth are like very, very shortly happening. We're already in the uh, work with the airports there on uh, permitting. Uh, Boise, Idaho, Madison, Wisconsin, um, Lafayette, Lake Charles and Baton Rouge, Louisiana are imminent there. All these should happen within the next uh, uh, eight to 12 weeks. Uh, Greenville, South Carolina, um, Charlotte, North Carolina, and then Cleveland, Ohio. Those are all ones that we're actively working on as we speak uh, that we would, we, by all practical purposes, we should be in by the end of the year at the very latest. Okay. So, so you, you're, you're growing right at your pace, obviously, because I think you're doing the right thing, right? Growth at, at any cost, I think is completely incorrect as far mm-hmm. as I'm concerned. Unless you have a few billion laying around, Steve. You have a few billion laying around? <laughs> you know what? I wished I did, uh, I, but this is another note. We are a debt-free company. Um, we haven't raised any capital, and I know that may be a, a bad thing. It may be a good thing, but I know that debt can get companies into trouble. 
Uh, and when it comes time to show profits, it could be like, well, we would have had profit, but we had to pay the bank or whoever. We're, we're virtually a debt-free company. Uh, we're, we're funding this ourselves in our way and doing, doing what we need to do and stuff. So I think as things uh, progress and grow and everything without having any debt behind us to service, I think we can be very successful. Okay, so in the remaining couple of minutes, I'm going to give you the floor and, you know, talk to our audience. I mean, look, we have a massive audience in pretty much every top 20 city where Uber and Lyft, you know, are, are giants, right? And and look, I, I we want to introduce our, to our audience companies like yourselves, like a couple of weeks ago with an in-drive, and there was like a huge, huge, you know, uh, outcry for in-drive. Why are you coming here? Are you coming here? Because people are just fed up with the games and gamification gamblification all this carrot and stick games we'll have to go through to make some money right yep and and without a chance actually to become a true independent contract that that build our own business because we have no control or other than turning the app on or off whenever we want we have mm -hmm. no control and that doesn't make me an independent contract no it does not and you know I'll, I'll give you a couple of minutes talk to our audience and then who's watching now and then there are thousands they're going to watch probably on replay Sure. Absolutely. The first thing I'd like to tell any driver out there is we listen to drivers. I have a group in Austin. I take to breakfast, uh, you know, once or twice a month and it's just a group of drivers and we sit down and we brainstorm and we talk about marketing strategies and what can I do to make this app better? We listen to drivers. I have over a thousand drivers that have my personal phone number right now as we speak. And I talk to them literally. I realize that drivers are driving at 3.30 in the morning because I'm getting texts from them. Okay. So I listen, we listen to the drivers. This app will never be done because as long as drivers have ideas and ways we can make it better, we're going to continue to make it better. We're truly here for the drivers. And as long as we keep improving, we will be successful and move forward. So don't be afraid to look at rides uh, as, a, as a third option. We're not trying to replace anybody by any means, but it is another option to do ride share, which you will make in most cases considerably more doing a rides trip than you would on some of the other platforms. Because like I said, we are not, we are not, um, uh, taking anything from that trip. If, if, if the airport didn't get it or the, you know, the insurance didn't get it, then you get it. And so it does make a lot of difference on what you make on that. So feel free to go to rides.com uh, or download the app and create a ticket, uh, send in the tickets. And I'll be happy to tell you when, uh, when we're slated to come to your city, if it's already on the radar. And if it's not, it may be one that we want to put on the radar soon so we can get to your area. Well, I'm glad I'm glad you showed up today. I think it could be more couldn't be more timely, actually, because I wanted to have you on for a while. I've, I've spoken to you about a year ago, first time. And, you know, I, I think I think what you're doing is is offering everybody, the passenger and the driver, another choice. And there is nothing wrong but an additional choice as far as if you look, if you're driving 40, 50, 60 hours a week, you guys got to look at rides. I mean, there's another alternative you will most likely make more money and, and and they're not competing with uber and lyft they're just allowing you to create your own small business so to to me you know um other than that um steve much appreciated thank you so much i know we're going to keep in touch i know we're always do so um thank you again for showing up um all the best of luck and we will keep updates right we'll do updates every few months we'll bring you on and give us the updates absolutely i'd be happy to do that thank you so much thank you guys Thanks, thank steve. you chris thank you sergio all right, Thanks. have a good rest of your day. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, so that there is Rides, and that is an alternative. And they're actually in quite a bit area. Uh, I was looking on the map, and I pulled it up on screen as well, too. Um, so hopefully you guys were able to see that. If not, you can always back up in the uh, actual live stream itself. Uh, unfortunately, if you're listening to the audio podcast, you're just going to have to go to the YouTube video and watch that. 
um, so you can see it, or just go to rides.com, I believe is their um, email, or I'm sorry, is their website, uh, so you can go check that out. And yeah, I mean, any driver in there that's driving for rides, I've seen in the chat already, uh, they're liking it and enjoying it. But uh, yeah, I guess uh, I guess all the people that are like, when's it coming to my city? When's it coming to my city? Oh, we want to see it. So uh, I'm in Buffalo and I want to see that too. So it's another tool in the driver toolbox. Um, we have absolutely no problem introducing companies who we think are beneficial to the driver cause. Look, I, I, you know, have four now. Now we have four. Now we have Uber, Lyft, Rides, and InDrive. There may be another one. I don't know, you know, because utilization factor is important. If you're out there for the whole hour and you can do one Rides trip in addition to whatever you're doing on Uber and Lyft and it'll complete your 60 minutes, keep you active, hey, I have nothing against it. And and the fact that they you have to go through a little bit of a tougher background check, I like that a lot, actually, Chris. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's just a little safer overall. And then the nice thing too is that you're able to set up, you know, people that you want to drive or that enjoy with you, and um, you know, you can kind of plan out your day accordingly, you know, if you're doing it right. So um, yeah, there, there's a lot of upside to that. So yep. Yep. Uh, it's always I good agree. to see that. Uh, with that being said, uh, Jess, I want to say thank you for the super stickers uh, that you sent earlier. Uh, Junior Balmer Robinson, thank you for the super stickers as well. Jeff, thanks for uh, re-upping the membership. Appreciate that. Um, and uh, yeah, so now let's talk about the, an, another little venture uh, that you got going uh, yeah. with, with your shirt and your hat and all that good yeah. stuff. So to, we're giving away this shirt today. This is the Gig With It shirt. That's the brand I'm affiliated with. Just the shirt, not the hat. Um, um, look, we're we're trying to build um, a brand that is driver friendly, obviously in the in the gig world, right? And it doesn't just apply just to rideshare or food delivery. It, it, it's gig world in general. But the the you know everything is produced in the U.S. Um, literally handmade, so the quality is going to be great. It's not some POD that you're going to get and wash it once and throw it away. And lastly, we're going to donate myself and the company a dollar from each sale when you buy on the website to uh, victims of island crimes doing during gig work. And, um, and we're going to um, donate money to their GoFundMe pages or, or personally. So uh, it's a good cause paying back to the community and the, the link is in the show notes and use Sergio S E R G I O on checkout to get an extra 15% off. Everything is 20 to 25% off already on the website, but we're going to give away this t-shirt. So, if so you if you want the shirt off uh, Sergio's back, yeah, off my back. <laughs> you don't want me to take my shirt it. off, bro. You don't want me to take my shirt <laughs> off. I'm too hairy. I'm a hairy Armenian. <laughs> we, no, then we need super chats to keep your clothes on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is, this right, so, is, this yeah, is the anti-OnlyFans right here. Yeah, not not Sergio here. Sergio on the checkout if you buy something on the website. Um, no. So use Sergio on checkout. You'll get extra 15% off. So there you go. All right. So uh, okay, so what are we doing now? Are we announcing our big date? We we have a we have a we yeah we have an announcement to make. We do, and then after that, we're gonna give away the shirt. So make sure you enter okay. hashtag gig with it uh, in the All chat right. right now if you want your chance to win, and then yep. uh, give you a couple of minutes because uh, we have yep. a we have an announcement coming. Yeah, we have a big announcement coming. So this was confirmed last week, Chris. 
So, you know, one thing when I was interviewing Steve, I was keeping my eye on the clock really, really closely, right? Just to mm -hmm. have the cadence correct, but then whatever is about to happen on September 26th, I have to keep my eye on the clock so I can hit on all my points and talking points, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when I got <laughs> logged off, I shit my pants. <laughs> because well, here's if this the thing. happens on September 26th, we are screwed. We're dead. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. What's happening on September 26th? Oh, I forgot to mention it. <laughs> okay, so the long-awaited um, CEO of Lyft, Mr. David Risher, is going to be live on Show Me The Money Club September 26th on Tuesday at 3 p.m. And... Just appreciate thank that. You, thank you. you. Thank you, man. So this is what's going to happen. He's going to come on just like Steve did a minute ago. We're going to have a great conversation. Now, I, I, I'm sure the expectations are going to be pretty high that I'm going to uh, get him. Um, if you guys want a gotcha moment, there may be a couple in there, but we're not doing it for that. We're doing it to build a bridge, to have him come back on. Actually, I'm going to offer him this, Chris, because this just came to me while I was talking to Steve. I go, how about we do this every six months? We call it the State of the Union. You know how these freaking senators and politicians and the president does it, the State of the Union, once a year, right? Yep. Let's talk about the State of the Union. You came six months ago. You promised us these. Well, what's the State of the Union now? The union between Lyft and the driver community, right? Because mm -hmm. I'm going to play the voice of the driver community. I have everything in my head already. I have all the questions. I'm going to break it into brackets. But before I go give up more, September 26th, everybody tune in, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on Show Me The Money Club. David Risher is going to be on live. So there you go. That's the announcement. Yeah. So we finally, after a long wait, we finally have the, the actual date. So mark your calendars then as well, too. Uh, so you can be live part of that. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be pretty interesting to see. And Sergio, you already have... Uh, what you, you told me the other day, you're like, I'm already, I'm all prepared. I'm all ready to go. And uh, I'm, I'm excited for it. <laughs> I'm excited, bro. I'm, I mean, look, it's a lot of pressure to, to interview a multi-billion dollar company CEO, but you know, um, I think, I think I've done a few now. <laughs> these, all these CEO, you know, interviews were like a warm up, building up to lift and after lift, you know, um, you know, we got to shoot for the, for the. For the big guy, DK. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> right? Look, if you build it, they will come, and we build it, and they're all coming. It's not a yep. it's not a coincidence that these you know CEO of uh, you know Serve Robotics was on last week, and now CEO of Rides. I mean, look, man, people are showing up because we value their opinions, and we present an opportunity for them to get their voices out. But we're also looking out for our own community, right? Mm -hmm. The community was built to do this, and we build it we're building it still daily and they're showing up why are they showing up why aren't they showing up anywhere else it's not because of our size it's because you know they understand that our voices are getting louder through the community and this is a voice we need to listen to and then they're going to come and listen it ain't going to be this little hit this out of the park kind of a thing but it's also going to be respectful so you know we will remind everybody of the rules of engagement that day <laughs> Yeah, and I'm yeah. sure we're gonna we're gonna do the good job on social media to announce this to everyone in the country. So September 26th, mark it on your calendar, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. We will see David Risher here. Yep. So it's gonna be a good good couple of weeks. So what, what do we got next week? What, what's that announcement? Next week we have yep. um, 
um lori i forgot her last name but uh lenny sanchez from chicago we're going to talk about the chicago ordinance that they're about to push and uh, i'm sure everybody in chicago and their apps are getting you're going to lose your flexibility you're going to lose your freedom we're going to leave i'm all like okay we're going to be going to get the regular <laughs> playbook and we're going to see we're going to see what that's going to be like um so everybody in chicago who watches us and, and you know and and that's why rides is going to be there they're going to take it over and they're going to say okay yeah, well you guys, already go, you guys can go it's All okay right. let, let the big guys go let let rides take over <laughs> so yeah, I, i'm yeah. sure i'm sure uh uh that could put a little damper in their in their uh thought process when it comes to them trying to say oh well we're going to get up and leave well you know if you got somebody that's going to be there hey uh you, you know your, your threats are at that point almost meaningless so uh, have, having the, the them on is actually going to be really good too because they're not going to be able to get away with that, uh, that and, and and these people who are actually voting they're going to know they're going to be like okay well you know uber and lyfts if they want to say hey they're going to leave well so be it we have another company that's already there and willing to to take everything up so um yeah and, and i'm sure they wouldn't have a problem getting drivers in chicago either doing uh, rides there especially if they walked out so uh william william trust me <laughs> i'm ready buddy <laughs> i've been ready actually for a whole month now so now i'm actually i don't want to i don't want to confuse anybody but it's going to be 30 to 45 minutes and hopefully i'm going to squeeze everything i need to squeeze in there and once i compartmentalize it in my head i don't even have anything in writing chris I don't yeah. want to well, get bogged down on writing. Just out you're of, you gonna, know, you're gonna have to. You're gonna at least have to put out points just in case you fall off again, and then yeah. that way I know where to pick up. So we're gonna have a heart to heart conversation, buddy. We're just gonna have, you know, right. actually it's gonna be driver to a CEO, which everybody would yep. want to do, right? And it's gonna be a conversation mm -hmm. like that. I've been a driver for Lyft for seven years. I know more about Lyft than probably David Richard knows about Lyft. So uh, <laughs> at this point, probably. Yep. Yeah. At this point, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's it. So. All right. Know, well, let's uh, let's fun. give away Sergio's shirt off of his back. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. You guys need to email me your physical address and your shirt size to Sergio at the rideshareguy.com. Otherwise, no shirt. Nikki. Nikki, Manhead. congratulations. Okay, awesome. I wrote your name down. I need an email, Sergio at the right guy.com and your shirt size and your physical address. Congrats. Congratulations. All right. So the next thing, you know, we're, we're gonna we're gonna keep it going. We're gonna be talking about hold on one second. Let me fill this up. We're gonna be talking about David Risher's daily routine. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, this was uh, up first, last week. Yeah. Yeah, well, first off, I got to say, daily routines are good. Um, you know, I, I have my daily routine actually just changed uh, because I was putting in a little weight and I need to stop. So, uh, you know, I have, I, I'm starting to wake up earlier. I have my uh, walk routine with my dog, which is a four-mile walk every day. Uh, so it takes about an hour and a half for eight in the morning. Uh, then, you know, work out at the gym for about an hour, do a little bit of cardio, uh, and pretty much all said and done, you know, by 10 o'clock in the morning, which is good. Uh, get stretching in there and all that. And then, you know, you got your work day, you got your other obligations and things. So uh, it's definitely good to have some sort of, uh, you know, daily routine that's going on, weekly routine. It just keeps you in, 
you know, check with everything. So, um, you know, it's so easy to put things off and say, oh, you know, I could do it tomorrow or I could do it, you know, next week or whatever it is. And before you know it, a year goes by and you didn't get done what you needed to get done or you're not at the goal that you wanted to go. It's all small incremental steps that you take daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, you know, annually that adds up over the time. So, um, yeah, I, I, I agree, uh, with, with daily routines. I like them and, you know, it's always good to see what some people are doing when it comes to the routines. Uh, so you want to take this part. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, you know, um, this was very interesting to me, actually. I have a routine too. I've been waking up at five 30 every morning, probably the last 30 years of my life plus because I trade stocks. So, you know, market opens at six 30, but I want to be sharp at, 5.30, you know, go through my checks before trading begins at 6.30 for the first couple of hours. And on this one, I am with Richard. I do drink at least two cups of coffee before the bell rings, meaning the stock market bell. <laughs> so at 6.30 a.m., actually, his day starts at 6.30. My day starts at 6.30. So there is a little bit of a coincidence there. And But I'm at 5.30. Um, you know, our routine is very similar, except that I don't, <laughs> I don't ride my bike to work. Now, um, he says, he says he's been doing this for years, right? For 15 years, with three cups of coffee a day at least. I'm like, hey, good for you. You need a little bit of juice <laughs> in it's your funny. system. I don't, yeah. So I used to drink uh Celsius energy drinks because I, I can't drink coffee, I just can't do it. Okay. So I, I would drink right. Celsius and I drink them for you know years. And I finally stopped drinking ca any, any sort of caffeine. I haven't had caffeine in probably oh god, since uh. The beginning of july except for really? when i went on vacation and uh it was only only for driving really and yeah i could kick caffeine and you know i've i've gone mostly carnivore diet um with the exception of eating pizza okay. <laughs> uh well so we can talk about that later uh later in the show uh but yeah, yeah it's that, uh yeah it, it, it's a it's a complete shift and you know i feel good and the energy's there um, so yeah, I don't have the the issues or anything like that. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I, I can't drink coffee. I just can't do it. <laughs> yeah, all right. So he gonna he goes with the coffee, and uh, you know he's been doing this for a while. Um, obviously, uh, you know the guy has a hectic day. I mean, he's fighting with Uber. He's trying to bring Lyft back from death, literally <laughs> and figuratively, <laughs> knocking on the door. So, you know, he's fighting, and you know he's so far so good. And uh, so if we go to the next page. So his day is like broken down. So 8.30 a.m. Richard says he's lucky to, li uh, to live only 20 minutes away. So he's in San Francisco, obviously, from the lift offices. And he bikes every day, 20 minutes back, 20 minutes to, to work and back home. And uh, now if you guys are driving in San Francisco and you happen to see David Richard, say hello. Um, and, uh, you know, for a CEO to do this is quite interesting to me, actually, because you would think he'd be walking around with like a security detail or something. <laughs> Because mm -hmm. somebody does, we know that. And uh -huh. then uh, when he gets to the office, his coffee, another cup of coffee is ready. At 9 a.m., his day starts. And uh, give or take a few minutes, he's, you know, um, he's having meetings, obviously, all morning with his uh, department heads. And uh, that's going to be obviously interesting, what he does for those three hours. And then lunchtime, he goes, he says he often finds himself taking lunch to his desk in the afternoon. Yeah, well, you know. Um, when you're running a rideshare company, man, <laughs> I'm telling you, this cannot be an easy job. I don't envy him. Obviously, he's making good money, but 
it is a tough, tough job. You people have to understand that, you know, you have thousands of people who are writing code and working under you, all the department heads, different from support to, you know, marketing to all these things that, that he has to be in control of. And, um, you know, so he has his lunch and then, um, it looks like Lyft, uh, basic food services offering food to Lyft employees, but salads, pizzas, and soups. So I'm like, okay. That's not a bad gig, right, Chris? You get free lunch every day. Hey, man. And, yep. uh, you know, and then he does his, uh, you know, emails and meetings and phone calls and PR that he's going to do. It's a busy day. And then 5.30 to 6.30, he hops back on his bike, on his way back home, unless there's an emergency. And with the ride share companies, I'm pretty sure there's always some emergency happening. And then, uh, you know... Um, uh, you know, he, he, he says he goes to the gym. I go to the gym a couple of times a week, but then, you know, my gym has been replaced with doing deliveries and I take, I take my 10,000 steps there and, uh, you know, 11 o'clock, he's still up 11, 1130 lights out, which is a long day, right? 630 AM to 1130 PM and then do it all over again the next day. So as far as I'm concerned, you know, pretty similar, obviously the pressures he's under is nowhere what we're under. And, um, you know, I, I, I think this is a pretty good deal, pretty good routine just for the fact that he has a routine, right? Obviously, there's going to be things that, you know, curveballs during the day that are thrown at him. But, um, you know, uh, this got actually quite a bit of play, actually, when he came out last week. And, and he, in fact, on LinkedIn said, I can't believe so many people are interested in my routine. And I actually commented, I go, well, we're going to break it down next week on Show Me the Money. He goes, thumbs up. I go, like, we're interested in it, you know? And, yeah. and look, man, you're trying to run a company back to life. That little tree, you know what I mean? <laughs> that little mm -hmm. tree, you're trying to water it correctly and bring it back to life. And I think it's a tough job. But I, so far, um, I think he's doing a good job. And there's a lot more to come on Lyft. I've seen a couple of things already that are like, wow, this is pretty cool. <laughs> And, um, but I think, I think he's doing a good job. So congrats. Routine is important. Now, Chris is changing his routine. You know, he bullshitted you all about not eating carbs and shit. You know, oh, I watched no, no, his no, no. video, I watched his video not... yesterday because I subscribed <laughs> to his other channel. He's stuffing his face with this cheese slobbering <laughs> pizza. <laughs> it was one that slice. So full of shit. No, it was yeah, two slices. Like, actually, that pizza score of yours? very accurate we were dead huh. on almost we were like one tenth apart i would have given that thing like a 4.2 that was it oh nice well for anybody who's not who doesn't know i have another channel um so if you want to go check that out uh it's a new series that i'm doing uh it's called buffalo by the slice and basically i'm going to every single pizzeria unique pizzeria because there's some pizzerias that. that have multiple locations um in the area trying it out because i've had my favorite pizzeria for the last 20 years uh, I, I've worked there for eight years. Uh, I've, you know, been going there pretty much all the time, but it's like, there's so many different pizzerias and Buffalo actually has more pizzerias per capita than anywhere in the country. So, uh, yep. So wow. there's, there's a lot of places to go. Um, so it, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and being that it's Buffalo by the slice, uh, basically it's, it's my goal to try every single pizzeria, see who has the best food, see if the, my, my, you know, happy place is going to be dethroned uh, by the by a different place. And then um, the whole point is to also 
share and show some different places around Buffalo. So the first one, we went to the Eternal Flame, uh, which is basically in a park. And you hike, go down this nice little hike, and uh, it's a natural gas spring that goes behind a waterfall. So there's fire literally behind waterfall. Um, it's the only place in the world. So we're going to different places across the area, checking out the different pizza areas. Uh, but with that being said, yes, it's only one time a week. So I only have like one slice a week, and the rest is all eating 8, clean uh, and going to the gym. <laughs> no, you know what? One slice isn't bad. Uh, no, but, but yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, literally, so literally beyond that, I, I, my breakfast is at two in the afternoon, uh, my time, and I eat four eggs and you know maybe like a can of tuna or turkey, or something like that, some bacon. Then I have my dinner, which uh, usually is either steak or or bacon or something like that. So, uh, yeah, seed oils, there's none. I I cut that out a long time ago. Uh, so you're gonna be the you're gonna be the next barstool, uh, El Presidente or whatever <laughs> the guy's name is who's doing the pizza. He's got like a million subs. He gets like crazy views. Yep. The, yeah, actually, Portnoy, actually, Portnoy, right? Yeah, Dave Portnoy. Yeah. So. Uh, a couple of things with with Dave here. Two two things that I'll, I'll talk about before we move on. But um, if if people don't didn't know what was going on, he he just made the rounds real big in the news uh, with a with a particular business owner that was uh, not too happy with him coming, and uh, it, it was kind of crazy to see. But uh, he actually visited my favorite pizzeria as well too uh, before. So we'll see what happens. Uh, keto, uh, a slight keto because I'll do, I will have some salads, but, uh, uh, it's primarily more carnivore based. Um, I don't have any fruits, uh, only vegetables if I do. Um, and then, yeah, that's pretty much it. And then, yeah, it's, it, it's basically one slice. So just one going bite, around. everybody knows the rules. There you go. Yeah. One bite. Everybody knows the rules. Um, my favorite pizzeria yep. from living in New York for nine years while I was on wall street, there is only one for me. I've eaten shit ton of pizza in New York. It's it's John's on Bleecker Street. If you guys say that's not number one in New York City, then you have no idea what you're talking about. So John's on Bleecker Street, give him a shout out. I want my free pizza now, John. Okay. But uh, <laughs> it's old style, coal fired, all cash, no credit cards, best freaking pizza on the planet, including Italy, which I don't like anyway. But there you go. Sure. So we had enough of that. Um, because people are asking for me to put it in the chat, or I mean, in the, yeah. in the description, let there. me put, uh, uh, my other channel there you go. there. So yeah, if you want to watch, uh, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it's going to be unique. It's going to be definitely be different than, than what Dave does at Barstool Sports and all that. Um, cause like I said, it's, it's going to be talking about the different areas and what's going on in, in the Buffalo. So, um, yeah, check it out. Link's going to be in the description if you want to check that out. Um, First episode literally just dropped on Monday. Uh, the next episode will be coming out, I think, on Friday or over the weekend. Um, and then there might be a couple of times I'll take, uh, you know, a different area uh, when I'm on vacation, maybe in Chicago or something like that. Um, but the other spot, too, uh, we're going to be doing wings as well. So it's going to be Buffalo by the Slice and Buffalo by the Wing. Um, All right. So we're going to go to All a lot right. of different wing places as well, too. Um, so after I told the lift uh, interview and you do have your channel to like hundreds of thousand subs and you know we'll just go buy our RSG heaven next time. <laughs> we'll hey, be like you hear that yeah. <laughs> see you good to know you and uh, all right yeah. well all right, let, let's, let's go, move buddy. on let's, let's move on uh, let's shit, talk about 
All right, let's go. Yeah, let's let's talk about uh, what's coming on next, where Uber is going to allow you to record trips. So you're going to be, be able to get audio recording on your trips, yeah. uh, which is uh, good or bad. I mean, it depends on, we, on what you think. Yeah. Um, it's from my app. As you guys can see, hi, Sergio. This showed up uh, a couple of days ago on my app. Look, we posted this on our community page and put it on fire. We're doing actually posting a lot of good things on the community page. So you guys, please go check it on the channel. Um, so I, we put this up. Look, it was actually a mis mixed bag, Chris. I thought a lot of people would say, oh, it's invasion of my privacy. A lot of people said Uber is already listening. So what's the big deal? I'm going like, you know, for all the people who say stuff like this, I go prove it. Right. Because I'm like, OK, whatever. Well, I mean, if, if you're worried about Uber listening, Google has been listening to you. Facebook has been listening to you and watching you for the last God knows a decade and a half anyway. So I'm like, OK, um, I, I think I like this. Look, I spoke to Sachin about eight months ago about this. Right. And they were slowly they were going to release it to um, a lot of different cities. This has been in the app in certain cities already. And this just showed up in L.A. where I'm at in California. And I like this. I mean, if look, I have a dash cam, so I honestly don't give a shit. I'm going to opt out of it. But if you don't have a dash cam, which is stupid, you got to have a dash cam. Um, this, I think, works. And, and it's going to be encrypted. And it's only going to, you, you know, Uber is not listening. According to what Uber is saying, you guys can believe it or not. I'm just a messenger. Don't shoot me. And you can, you know, if something is going sideways, it's a good tool, tool to have in your car if you don't have a dash cam. And, you know, I think a lot of people actually liked it. And then some people said, hell no, I'm not going to do it. I'm like, okay, it's, it was like a, you know, it was about a, it was a 50, 50 kind of a crowd. What do you think? Will you let uh, this go if you have it in your app? Uh, there, there's, there's a couple of things and I'm going to go on both sides on this. I like it for the fact that if there's an issue or anything like that, it's already going to be in their system. So if there's yeah. a problem, they can pull it up and they can see yeah. exactly what happened. So it's not a, he said, she said type of thing it's not one of those things where they're going to be uh you know trying to, to to see what's going on to to for the rider for the driver it's it's, it's going to be there um so that's a good good thing right there um with that being said uh i do err on the side of caution uh, we all know how uber likes to kind of use its tentacles when it comes to android and uh what goes on there um, so the question is, if you give it microphone permissions, can it access it at any point? Um, that is something that I would not want. Um, yeah. I would only want it recording during the time. Now, iPhones, what's nice about iPhone is you got the little, uh, there's a little thing in the top. Uh, it'll either be green or orange, depending on if it's video or audio. Um, so at least it'll let you know if there's an app that's using your microphone or, um, your camera. So at least that's good. Uh, but yeah, I think the biggest thing is it needs to only be during those particular times, not something where they can just uh, get in, record your audio of what you're talking about. So if like you're talking well, to your wife about something and yeah. then all of a sudden you start getting an ad on Facebook, you're like, are they listening to me? Well, it's possible, but there are also so much data that's collected and pinpointed on people that they can know people better than uh, you know, people know themselves. So yeah. that that's, you know, the fine line when it comes to technology and stuff. Um, no, I get it. So but I, I think err it's... on the side of caution when when it's allowed. Um, I think yeah. it should only be allowed during that time. Uh, as long as it's only allowed during that time, 
uh, I don't have a problem with it. I think it's just another uh, safety tool. I think it's good in terms, if there's an issue, if there's a problem, they can pull up that that audio file and they can actually see exactly what's going on. Same thing if you're deactivated for a particular ride, they can use that particular information. If you have to take them to arbitration, if you have any of that, guess what? They have it right there. You can pull it. Uh, for discovery or something you can take your yeah. own because you should have well, a dash camera if you're watching us yeah. uh, you need one so uh yeah you can you can definitely compare so yeah well the other thing is the other thing is everything you do record right is encrypted and the passenger is going to be notified that you're recording this cuts both no, ways i, I don't put a I, comment. I don't think that's a problem i mean no, I, no, not, I, at all. not at all and actually this cuts both ways when and the yep. passengers have this in their app as well they can record you you know the conversations themselves and the second they push the record button the driver is going to get a notification that the passenger is recording so it's a two-way highway it's not like the passenger you know quietly sit in the back seat and they're going to record you without you knowing so the transparency is there the files are encrypted and if and only if when you give permission to uber the file will be downloaded if you thought a trip was bad or whatever not look i think it's a it's a good thing for people who do not have dash cams which one comes for me first dash cam there's no question about it right so and here you go um we we recommend this no, you definitely, every show we do and uh, 20 bucks well spent yep and uh use 20 or rsg 20 for 20 percent off so instead of 25 dollars a month it's 20. that includes a lot you're getting the dash camera in that um you're getting the data uh so because it's it's live upload so it goes right to the cloud um, so yeah, this is something where it's paying for the data. It basically gets its own phone number. Um, clearly you're not going to be calling it or anything like that, but it gets its own phone number to, to transfer the file over LTE. Um, so it takes care of that data. Um, it also has the cloud backup storage. Uh, so it gets all of that when it comes to the $20 a month. Plus you're getting all the benefits of the dash camera. So audio, video, uh, you know, everything when it comes down to it. So, uh, it's definitely a great tool to have when it comes to it, especially if, you know, you, you have that worry that somebody's just going to grab the dash camera. Well, it's not going to matter at that point because it's already up in the cloud. Uh, so they're able to get that that data accessed. So uh, it's real yeah. good to have there. Not only that, going to our next segment, you're definitely going to want to have audio Hell recording yeah. or Hell you're yeah. going to want to have a dash camera. More importantly, Hell you're going to yeah. want to have probably both only because yeah. it's just going to protect you in multiple ways. And that is that Uber teen is yeah. now going into more markets. It's expanded into several new markets. Uh, if you have just received the email this past week about it, uh, let us know what market you're in in the live chat or if you're watching the replay, comment uh, on those markets. It is now live in upstate New York, my market. I just got the email a couple of days ago talking about uh, Uber Teen, and I'm like, oh, great. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's what's going on now. Uh, just to give you guys a quick reiteration of what Uber teen is, uh, it is, this is the email that I got from them. Um, so it's just saying introducing teen accounts on Uber, unlocking new earning opportunities by accepting trip requests from approved teen riders, which basically allows, uh, teens from 13 to 17 to be able to start using the platform. There are a couple of caveats though, that we're going to go over just so you know exactly what to do and what not to do if you do want to take a teen ride um, the good news is you can opt out of it so if you do not want to take uber teen you can go into your ride preferences down at the bottom uh, underneath like uber x xl comfort whatever you might have 
down at the bottom, if you have Ubertine, you can put, put Ubertine off. So you don't have to take an Ubertine ride. You don't have to worry about it. Um, so that's up to you. Um, but it says, in fact, there's nothing more you need to do. You can start seeing trip requests, uh, blah, blah, blah. You, uh, as always, you can decline any of the trip requests you receive without affecting your rating. Um, if you notice a pickup, at, this is one thing that you do need to know. Uh, if you notice at pickup that your rider looks younger than 18 and the offer card did not say teen, which means it says Uber X or Uber XL or Uber Comfort, whatever it is, but it does not say Uber X teen or Uber teen or teen, uh, then you cannot take them because that is still considered an unaccompanied minor. The only reason why you can take a teen is because they have an approved account through the account holder, which is going to be their parent or legal guardian, uh, which is basically giving them the permission to be able to use uber as the platform so yes if you don't see teen on that and they look like they're younger uh, you can still cancel you can check their their age or anything like that but do not take a teenager do not take a, a young kid uh, unless there's uber teen you're opted in uh, because again it's an unaccompanied minor uh, anyone under 18 is not allowed on the platform unless it's through this particular platform part of the platform if you get into an accident if you have any problems guess what you're taking 100% liability there. Um, so just be careful out there when it comes to it. Uh, a couple more screenshots because they sent two emails uh, just talking about how it works. Um, so how pickups work, you're going to see teen in the offer card. Um, the teen will be prompted to provide you with a unique pin before they enter the car. That's something I didn't know. I'm glad that I know that now. So you will get a pin. I like the pin. I think the pin should be on every single ride. Every single passenger that gets in your car they should be providing a pin just so you know exactly who's getting in your car. Um, so you you need to enter it before you can even start the trip. Uh, what you should know for teen trips, teens are not allowed to sit in the front seats, so don't let them sit in the front. Uh, your rider's parent or legal guardian will be able to follow the teen ride in the app, uh, and they'll get trip updates. They can also call you directly, uh, but your phone number will kept, be kept private, uh, as you know it normally is when you call out or somebody calls you. Uh, teens are not allowed... Oh, wait. Uh, we use sensors and GPS data. So here you go. They're already checking your phone uh, to detect your ride if it goes off course. Uh, so they'll be able to message you. Teen account holders are allowed to bring guest riders who are at least 13, have approval from their legal guardian to ride with Uber. That you don't know uh, what's going on there. So there's a possibility that uh, you might not have to, but you can ask them uh, to verbally confirm that they have a guardian consent or at least 18. Uh, so how you want to handle that, that's going to be up to you. Uh, if you're in an emergency situation, you can use the in-app button. And teen riders can opt in to have audio recording active for every trip. Uh, so again, as we just talked about the audio before, uh, they might be recording audio or you might be recording audio either way. And then what to do if an unauthorized minor requests a ride. Uh, if you notice that the pickup, your rider looks younger than 18, the offer card did not say teen, you can cancel the trip and select unaccompanied minor. The reason minors are not allowed to use the Uber platform without permission from their parent or legal guardian. If you're canceling a trip before it starts because you think the rider is minor, your driver rating will not be affected. You may, be de you may decide to let your rider know why you can't accept the trip. Uh, this way, they won't be left wondering what happened, which they probably already know. Um, but yeah, that's something that you definitely want to pay attention to because uh, it's just some added... Uh, added stress when it comes out to it. It's the same thing like if you're driving uh, Uber XL, there's a couple of things that you need to know when it comes to XL versus X. So if somebody has five people that's getting in your car uh, and it says Uber X uh, and you have an XL, even though you're able to take them, 
you're going to have to tell them that they're going to have to switch it to XL because it comes down to the way bill and insurance is for four people or up to four people and that alone. So if you have five people in the car, you know, it's not within the same guidelines. So you also want to make sure you're getting paid correctly. So, uh, yeah, Uber teen is in several new markets. Um, expanding yeah. it's coming so, if you don't have it yet <laughs> so i don't have it yet careful. i don't think we're ever going to have this in california for certain uh, government agency regulations but if we do i'm going to keep this 30 seconds i'm going to opt out number one number two i've asked uber these three questions there was a good question from Banksman. he said can um a teen add a stop after they get picked up no they cannot they cannot nope. add a stop or change destination however there is no curfew on this. Do you want a 14-year-old in your car at 2 a.m.? There is a process that goes through that the parent will get a text message that their teen is about to order a trip under the family plan. What if the parent is sleeping? What if their phones are off? There is no communication back from the parent approving this, this trip. So there are problems with this. The same thing on the Uber Eats side. What if a teen decides to throw in a party at 2 a.m., leaves the house, now, before they leave the house, they can enter multiple stops and they go pick up a whole bunch of their friends. Imagine that, right? It's a headache for the same money. I will never do them, ever do them. I don't know what kind of parents will put 12 to or 13 to 17 year olds in some stranger's car. So to me, it's a no-go. Definitely have a dash cam display ride. While I'm on display ride, Tony, Driven Dad, you had a question, please email me, Sergio at the rideshareguy.com on display ride. We will answer that question. And Chris, we'll do, we're done with this. I will not do teen. Have a, dis, have a uh, display right dash cam number two. Once Uber answers those questions, which I'm still waiting to hear from Uber about those two, three important questions. What if a teen orders 2 a.m., $500 worth of sushi to hit her and or him and his buddies? What, what's going to happen? If they, because there is no safeguard for the parent to okay these trips or the food orders. There is none. Now, there is a text message that goes from Uber to the parent saying your teen is about to order a trip or order the trip. But then there is no text message going back to Uber system saying, I approve this. All it's what if the parent doesn't respond? If the parent doesn't respond, a car is going to show up to pick up a 14 year old. No go for me. Not going to happen. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, those are the problems I see. Good luck to whoever's going to do these. I suggest nobody does it. There's one other thing, actually, Chris, that people were just, uh, you know, pounding the board about it. I got it right before I got on the show. We were going to talk about it next week, but we'll quickly talk about it. Uber X and Uber Shared now are combined in my city on my app as of September 7th. The way to get around that, people, is when you do accept a trip, please, please, please put no new requests on so you don't get garbage from TripRadar, you don't get garbage from for Uber X Shared. None of this is going to happen to you, right? But they're combining it as of September 7th on my app, at least. And a lot of people were saying that they are doing it now in their cities. That's what Uber does, you know. Um, so I don't, I don't have shared in my market. And okay, I'm, well, but a lot of my question to you is when, when you have shared and X and you say combine it, won't it show up as an Uber X share in yes. the yes. ping screen? And then yes. that way you can just deny it. Yeah, and you, you can absolutely to. deny it. But for people who are, you know, maybe not good eyesight, you have 10 seconds, you know, you just gotcha. look at it. Because look, look how many things we have now, Chris. We have Uber Teen, 
Now, if the ping screens, you know what? They can color code it. They have 33,000 freaking employees on this, right? They can color code Uber Teen maybe, I don't know, red. They can color code Uber X as green. They can color code Uber shared maybe, I don't know, as white or something, right? So then hmm. we know by just looking at the color, instead of reading that little print, that's while we're driving, we're getting pinged. Well, the you only know, problem with that is there are people who are colorblind, so the colors well, may not work necessarily. For I everybody. know, but what are the percentages <laughs> of that? But at least, at least you will not accept it by mistake. Anyway, so all I'm saying is when you do accept a trip, if you don't want to get garbage, please just go to your, you know, swipe up, no new requests, we're done. That's it. So, you know, that's that that helps on many other reasons as for many other things as well. So that's it. Yeah, we've yeah. talked about that quite a bit on stop new requests. Yeah. But uh, all right. Who wants some money? Enter hashtag money in the chat. We're going to give away now. Uh, we're I'm down to seven hundred dollars now. You guys keep taking <laughs> you know, eight twenty five down twenty five at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's all right. Uh, yeah, so let's right. talk about uh, the next topic, and that is. Uh, shaving coming from Lyft now with scheduled. I got a shit ton of emails on this, and you know this is this is something that I actually emailed Lyft already. I'm waiting for an answer. Look, I like scheduled trips, but not like this. Mm-hmm. This is not kosher, Lyft. This should not be happening. If I accept a scheduled trip off your board at fourteen bucks a, sh- a share, I was going to say fourteen dollars, <laughs> fourteen dollars a trip. And when you're pinging me the next morning with it, you, you give me 11.14. That is shaving. That is, what else do you want to call this, Chris? I don't know, carrot and stick or bait and switch? I think this is perfect bait and switch right here. I call this lying. Deceptive. Bullshit, I call it. I don't know. I can call it many things. But so to me, if you're showing I mean, this two, at 14, be consistent. Give the guy 14, period. Basically, because $2.76 or $2.86 is yeah. being shaved off here. Yeah. You're expecting clubs, $14, and now you're only getting 11 14 Come on. I, get a, I got a lot of emails about this, and that's why we're putting it up. Look, and the thing is this, right? I get it that the day before, when a passenger puts it on the scheduled trip screen, right? Lyft systems don't know what traffic is going to be like the next day on the actual day of the trip, what the wet weather is going to be like, or all any other circumstance. However... Trip, you know, miles and minutes is exactly the same. Look at this. On the left, 16 minutes, 8.4. On the right, okay, 18 minutes. In fact, it's two minutes longer for less pay, and it's Mm 8.4 miles. I mean, the distance is the same. It's more minutes, but then you're paying $2.86 less. We don't like it. We we don't. This needs to end, okay? I mean, this is shaving. Don't join the Uber Shave Club. Uber Shave Club is going out of control. Lift. If you want to win some drivers on your side, don't do this bait and switch. If you're showing them 14, pay them 14 the next day. And if you're going to eat the $2.86, hey, keep your algorithms a little bit better. You're going to eat the $2.86. Thanks, pay your driver 14. Don't do this. I have I had like 100 screenshots like this, Chris. And people go yeah. like, what the F? And I personally like scheduled trips because it gets me out of the house into the city. Thank you, William. Mm-hmm. And, and to me, this is bogus. This there's another one. Twenty-seven dollars when you pick up the trip. The next morning, you're getting the ping. Twenty-two dollars and ninety cents. Five dollars shave almost. Right? I'm like, bro, this is bullshit. You can't. If you're showing this, just pay the man whatever he deserves the day when he picked it up because he's helping you out. Actually, there's another one. Eighty-five to sixty-three. 
What the hell? That's a hell of a shave right there. That's, that's not a shave. That's that's like without Vaseline. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> this is this is not supposed to happen. You're a technology company that, that, fixes. I think that's a scalping, right? This is way beyond point. scalping. We used to scalp on Wall Street, bro. This is this is like beyond <laughs> scalping. Look at this. And to me, the, the 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 odd thing is, I mean, if you look at the miles and minutes on this, Chris, look at this. The estimate was one hour and 41 minutes. The day you picked up the schedule to put it in your box. One hour and 41 minutes, 96.1 miles. Well, look at this one. One hour and 42 minutes, one minute more at 96.1 miles. It's identical. What the F? Why 17? What is this? $22 difference? I mean, come on, yep. man. This is bullshit. That's actually probably borderline illegal. And, and it's 90, being 96 miles and they're only, I mean... 96 and 85 well i mean i wouldn't take it no but, no no uh, not but then 6389 it's like not yeah. you, you just took off that 20 20 plus dollars and it's like yeah, you gotta be kidding bullshit. me right no bullshit. But, but, but to me it's like this 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 is egregious this should not happen whatever mm -hmm. you have the day before when the driver picks up a scheduled chip puts in his little folder he's counting on 85 dollars the next yep. morning now the guy may have had a plan. The guy maybe took this trip because he needs to be there at that time and it's helping him to get there. Just because of that doesn't mean you need to rape this guy. This is bullshit. You guys cannot do this. So, you know, Mr. Richard, with all due respect, these are the things that the drivers are complaining about. And this should not happen. Okay. And to me, fix it. It's very easily done. I put it, I picked it 85. We did, we made a contract. Don't change the contract. You know, don't do it. Just, just don't be like Uber. Don't do that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. All right. So let's give away some money. Let's let's go on a on a Ooh, happier note. There then. goes another twenty five. Who out wants of my some money, party. Chris? We need to end. Who wants this, some money? We can't give give him money away, Chris. I am. <laughs> <laughs> you have the Too control. Devo. Devo Meister. Devo Meister. Congratulations, Devo Meister. You are the winner of $25. Appreciate that. Yeah. Email me, Sergio, don't, at the red shirt guy. No, no email, no money. Because, don't spend it all uh, in one place. I like yeah, it. It says the Richard Lube. That 25. <laughs> that 25. We had the Uber Lube, and now it's the Richard Lube. <laughs> Richard Lube. Yeah I, yeah, I get it. Michael Duva. You know, I did an interview with Michael. You guys should watch that. He's a loose cannon out of Boston, Massachusetts. <laughs> I was, like, I was like, what am I doing here? <laughs> but anyway, so long story short, Mr. Risher, with all the respect, see, when you come on, I don't want to talk about these little nitty-gritty little things, okay? I don't want to talk about $2 cancellation fees. I don't want to talk about, you know, because we have a lot to talk about. So eliminate these things by fixing it by then. So I don't get 100 emails saying that, oh, Serge, I got shaved. I got screwed. I got bamboozled. I got this. I got that. This is exactly why. We need to have a conversation. And I don't want to bog you down and bore you with these little details, but these are not little. The guy got screwed 25 bucks. I mean, come on. Yeah, that shouldn't be happening at all. No, bro. Not at all. I mean, the only thing it should be doing is it should go up in the event that, you know, as if long there's as it's something not going that's happening down. that it should not be going down at all. It, it should yeah. be staying where it was or even going up depending on, on you know maybe my some demand or something like that but or, or, you know uh, definitely not going down a penny down or a 20 down no down no down same consistency no remember yeah. when you guys brought up front earnings both of you said oh consistency of earnings ease of understanding blah 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 and 
you know what's his name? DK said, um, revenue neutral. Well, if I took this trip, does this look revenue neutral to you, Chris? It looks like $25 shaved to me. So I'm like, mm -hmm. uh -uh. no, 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 no. Let's not do it. Okay. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of dynamic pricing, uh, when Li Uber and Lyft decide to suppress surge, yet they still uh, decide hmm. to charge customers the surge pricing, and then they're giving refunds to those people? Mm. Hmm. What's going mm. on there? Yeah. Well, we know what's, what's been going on in Las Vegas, right? They had a massive yep. um, um, Beyonce concert there, right, over the weekend, well, a couple, 10 days ago. And uh, at the same time, though, week before, when Hillary was coming through California, it also hit Vegas or Nevada. And Nevada governor issued um, state of emergency. And supposedly under Nevada law, when there is a state of emergency, Uber has, has to turn the surge off for everyone, not just for the driver, for everyone. And as you guys can see, the guy sent me a screenshot. He goes, surge, look at this thing. Beyonce concert is coming out and he goes, there's zero surge. Because yeah, because they manually turned the freaking thing off, right? So Uber and Lyft suppressing the surge. He sent me this letter. I'm in pickup area, Allegiant Stadium, which is where Beyonce was, 65,000 people. No surge on either platform. That's because, sir, the governor ordered Uber and Lyft to turn the surge off. However, we have more. There are literally thousands of passengers standing here trying to get rides. Hell yeah. Who's going to take a trip, you know, out of Allegiant Appreciate Stadium? Appreciate it again, William. Why the Nevada, what? Legislature not on it. What do you mean? Oh, on it? Yeah. But they, well, they told them to no surge, but then now Uber, it's been, by the way, 11 or 12 days, Chris. They have not turned the surge on. In fact, we put a nice short video with the demonstrations that the drivers had in Vegas. Because yeah. supposedly the state of emergency is still on. So Uber is waiting for the governor to tell them, okay, it's off. Now you can turn the surge back on. Okay, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, hello, mm -hmm. it's 12 days. It's not a glitch, by the way. Uber is charging about 5x normal prices and paying the drivers no surge. Now, this part I did not believe until I read the news a couple of days ago. Okay. This guy priced from where he was to his house, which he says literally five miles. On UberX, Uber was charging 50 bucks, and that's where his 5X come from. He goes, usually that's like a $10 trip. Well, he priced himself trips on his passenger app at $51, right? So although Uber turned the surge off for the drivers, glitch, I forgot to turn the surge button off for the, for the passengers. Glitch. Let me see how many people <laughs> I can screw. I'm like, bullshit. There you go. Yep. I'm like, come on, man. And then... The news got a hold of it. And of course, when it gets into the news, what does Uber not, not like? What does Uber not like? The worst thing in the world for Uber is them getting nailed in the media. They don't like, they don't like negative PR? <laughs> negative PR? They don't like negative PR, bro. They just don't like negative PR. And they go, oh, we'll which, fix it. Which makes no sense because you have drivers MFing you all day long and you, you don't bat an eye. But yet, when it comes to, to a news article, yeah, oh, we're yeah. all up in arms. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, we put the video up. They got like 6,000 views. We put a short up from Vegas. Some driver sent me, sent me the short that of the demonstrations in front of the, at the QN in front of the Uber building. Uber offices in Vegas. You know, people are up in arms, right? I mean, that's the time you're going to make money. Surge is good. Or at least you have a geofenced area that you get extra for pickups, 20 bucks to 10, 20 bucks sometimes, right? When you're picking up at these events. 
they turn everything off except that on the back end oh we forgot whoever it was we forgot to turn the surge off for the passenger Ooh. we just you, you screw them oh until we get nailed then we go oh we're going to issue refunds now i'm like why do we need any of this man if you say surge off for everyone surge off for everyone yep Done. I, again, Mike, with the 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 governor lube, but the problem is Nevada is so dry, it, it, it's it's uh, it, there there is no lube there. <laughs> You're no, just getting no it there, right? raw dog. No lube there. All I know, Oof. all I know is is you know that's why when people go, oh, you're so negative. No, we're playing actually the journalists because journalists miss 80, 90 percent of the shady shit. And guess mm -hmm. what? The best videos that we put up that get 10,000 views within an hour are the shit that we put up. We put up two last two days. One got 5,000 views in like less than a day, which was Uber trip radar shaving. People going like, oh, yeah, this happened to me. This happened to me. And we're going, well, that's what happens. You nail it. You, you put their feet to the fire. But in this case, governor telling him, turn the surge off. Turning the surge off for the driver, but kind of forgetting to turn the surge off for the passenger is shady at best well stop it on. it's been 12 years stop Hold it on. forgetting forgetting we're forgetting yeah we're forgetting yeah. <laughs> glitch we'll collect glitch. that money refunded down the road but we already collected the money so uh, in case yeah. in case we'll, 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 yeah. yeah here's the best part well we collected the money on all these rides uh for, for the last 12 days and we'll refund you in five to seven business days <laughs> yeah not only that chris not only that see the passengers paid the price they don't know right they yep. they got ripped they don't know the poor driver you know is making nothing literally nothing because there is no surge there's nothing right Blakey and driver. and then the passengers who got refunded are the ones that the system refunded do the passengers yep. know do they care do they have the, i don't know do you have to do something as a passenger to call uber and say hey man I saw this news clip. You charge me 120. I want my refund. Unless you do it, maybe they'll just play like dumb. They go, oh, oh, um, oh, yeah. So, I mean, I'm like, look, I, I, I. This is frustration building. That's why when new companies like InDrive and Ride show up, people go, "Are you coming here? Are you coming here?" People yeah. are sick of this shit. Stop yeah. it. This is a simple business, people. Just as pick we, up point as, A, drop up point we, B. Yeah, I was just about kid. to say that. Yeah, it, it's, it doesn't have to be that hard. It, it could be very, very easy, very, very simple. And you could have the leanest amount of people working there. You don't need 33,000 people working there. I'm just telling you, man. And they had to manually turn the shit off because the governor said manually they had to turn the surge off. Yep. I mean, it shows no good faith on your end. Just stop this silliness. It's just, just stop. Because then you, we disappear. Well, yeah, I, I mean, God, we will never talk bad about Uber. Fix your shit. Nothing bad to talk about. Nothing bad to talk about. We will disappear. Well, I think here, here's the other thing. I think if the legislation went across the board uh, and was putting in, you know, Seattle, Washington, uh, even the Minnesota or, you know, the Chicago ordinances all across the board, I think that would help quite a bit, at least for a little while until people would start complaining about something else. Yeah, I, I've been talking to Mr. Gambit. He's been sending some sweet, sweet screenshots of his unbelievable trips because he's like super duper cherry picker. 
You know, some of the shit we're going to put up next week with this permission, which I asked, of course. I mean, it's an unreal, the shit that's going on here, bro. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, look, my blood pressure is about, no, it's not. I'm, I always take my pill before I do the show, Jeff. <laughs> no, but yeah, Jeff, come on, Jeff. But then it, it come builds on, up Jeff. over time. It's frustrating, <laughs> man. None of this shit is necessary, man. I get it. Their scale is huge. 2.3 billion trips. They can't control. Bro, it's a code. You just like I get it. Hey, hey, I get you following it, the it's rules. It's like a toggle switch. It's like a toggle switch. I can turn on my app. It's like a exactly. little toggle switch. You just click a little exactly. switch. It goes off. You're good to go. Yes. There you go. So yeah, pay everybody back. And now, please, Uber. Last word, Mr. Kosher Shai. Um, Andy, man. We invite you on. Jill Hazel Baker. Alex, whoever is watching this, please, can you guys turn the surge back on? The second the governor says no more state emergency, please, so these people don't starve over there, please. Okay, thank you. I I think the biggest thing, though, is that needs to be adjusted because that's something that's going on in Nevada when there's a state of emergency, that they eliminate surge pricing because the whole thing, what happened, um, what was it, in a few years ago i think it was in vegas then you know a couple of other areas so yeah there's a lot of different things there when it comes to it so yeah it needs to it needs to be adjusted though because like 12 days after hillary i mean things should be pretty much back to normal in, in vegas i'm assuming well we um, had a beyonce beyonce came from vegas to here you know there was some decent mm-hmm. surge but it wasn't as strong as i thought it would be i'm telling you that it wasn't like this crazy surge and i look man they can do whatever they want. I'm telling you, Chris. They can adjust, surge up, down. They can do whatever they want. Oh, yeah. They have the code. They have. The, they, have they can do with upfront fares, especially. Well, fair game. Everything is fair game. You know what I mean? So. State of emergency was for Hurricane Hillary that went through. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's what it was for. So uh, there was a little bit of flooding and all that stuff, and uh, you know there were issues, and they were trying to take it, keep it safe. So uh, that was kind of what was going on there. Yeah. Um, but here, let, let's move on. We're going to talk about a couple PSAs. The first PSA, um, which is going to tie into our next topic, uh, you know, schools are back in session pretty much, I think, across the board. Um, so if you have school cameras that are nearby, because I know in Buffalo we have some school speed cameras, which piss me off greatly. Um, but either way, uh, just know where your cameras are, if you have speed zone cameras or anything like that, if they're mm-hmm. turning on uh, or if they have turned on. Um, just be aware of everything going on, especially when you're driving through those areas. Uh, we don't want you guys to get tickets or anything like that. Um, so just be careful when you're driving. Take note of what's going on. Again, schools are back in session. So make sure when you're going through school zones, you're going at the proper speed limit. You're not going you know, above. You're going through the school zone at the school zone limit. Um, you know, We just want you to be safe out there. Be smart. We don't want any kids getting hit or hurt or anything like that. Um, so yeah, just be careful there. And then going into the next segment too, uh, right, this, right. this is talking about uh, testing AI cameras for parking tickets. Bro, this is in my neighborhood. I'm in Santa Monica all the time. And you know, you know, let me tell you something. When you're picking up, you're parked in red, you're parked. Up. So for all LA drivers watching now and later, watch your asses. This is happening. You're going to get an up to, you know what, ticket if you're picking up in red. Because these, these, all these, 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 these buses who are menaces anyway, they can squeeze the crap out of you all the time because they're bigger. Now mm-hmm. they have AI cameras installed in front of them. They're just going to go click, 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 and it goes to tickets. 
And I'm going like, what the F? There goes AI working working against the poor rideshare driver already. This is in Santa Monica. You know where you are, people. That's a densely populated area for pickups, especially at bar hour. I'm telling you, and there's no room to park anywhere. And some streets are one way. And I'm like, you're definitely double parked, especially on ocean in front of all those restaurants and hotels. And now you're going to get tickets. I'm telling you, don't freaking do it. Call your passenger a minute or two before you get there. Tell them what's happening. This is bad. This is one way AI is going to screw the ride chair driver right here, Chris. This is bad. I th- screw drivers in general. Uh, yeah, this is, no, this is bad. Those are expensive tickets, bro. This is bad news. And look at this guy mm-hmm. smiling in front of his butt. And he, as if he yeah, like, and, here, ah, and here's the thing. This is just Santa Monica. You know it's going to become in other cities, too, that have uh, buses. Oh, of course. You oh, know it's going to. They're, they're going to try to push it all over. Yeah, bro. And then on the next one, look what it says. Look what it says. This is, see, this is what blows my head off, right? It goes, this is a 45-day pilot. The system identified more than 500 potential violations already. Each fine is 300 bucks, Chris. Kitchen. Oh, you know what that is? You know what that's that is? Fucking, fifteen dollars People make a day. Yeah. It's bullshit. Look at this. Our cameras are able to be accurate to within 10 centimeters, which is three inches, four inches. We know if a vehicle is moving or stopped. Well, good luck, drivers, right? And uh, these bus drivers already hating their life anyway, dealing with whatever they deal with. They're going to go, aha, got you, Uber, got you, Lyft driver. I'm like, yeah, that's all we need. And it says, we don't make any more or any less depending on the number of violations that are captured, said Torito. What the fuck? Anyway, while mm-hmm. it seems like a- AI might be an excuse to print money, yes, cities say the real point is to get buses moving, reduce emissions, and entice more people to ride buses. Oh, so we mm-hmm. ruined the day or potentially the week of a part-time Uber and Lyft driver so they can that passenger can get on your bus. Our goal is not to issue citations. Well, if that's not the goal, sir, take the freaking cameras off. How about that? But our goal is to change behavior by giving tickets. Really? I don't know what the what, whatever happened to the right. I'm stuck in California. The ability please. to face your accuser. You can't bullshit. face an AI robot. Yeah. B- biggest bullshit on the planet, Santa Monica. Hi, Santa Monica, city of Santa Monica. I'll probably be there tomorrow. Why don't you fix your homeless situation for a second? Huh? There you How go. About that? How about that? There you Santa go. Monica. Put your money no? there. Mm. Or anyway, or the theft so, situation that's going on too. Drivers, please be careful. Yeah. Well, anywhere and anywhere that's got cities, anywhere that's got cameras, anything like this, pay attention to what's going on because you don't want to get that ticket. Um, you know, again, three hundred. Uh, this one particular is three hundred dollars. Obviously, other areas is going to charge differently depending on what that area is. Um, so just be be aware, be smart, uh, pay attention uh, to what's going on and uh yeah just don't get tickets out there please please don't 300 bucks is expensive bro shit mm-hmm. seriously i mean that's like a day's worth of earnings if you work 12 hour shift 25 bucks an hour that's 300 bucks one of these yep. bullshit cameras take your picture up the, the week later there goes your 300 bucks you, when you probably most needed about about to pay a bill now you got the ticket to deal with and you can't contest these things okay you just really can't they're accurate as shit so anyway I'd be like, well, I wasn't driving that day, so prove that I was driving. 
Yeah, well, the, it's not the driver on the parking tickets. It's the car that's parked. I've gotten a ticket like this. I actually have gotten a yeah. ticket parked on Sunset. Month later, I get a ticket. I there was no ticket on my car. This asshole parking guy, you know, driving by, literally writing tickets. I didn't even mm-hmm. see the guy. He didn't hand me the ticket. He nothing. I go. I said first. I said I wasn't in the car. They go. Nope. That the car was there. It doesn't matter who's driving the car. So that's not going to fly. So I paid the ticket. Yeah, that was it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd be fighting that through tooth and nail. Mm-hmm. There's no effing way. You, you got to have somebody stand up and say no effing way. Oh, and that's, well, I, 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 I well, We're going to have a lot of those in Santa Monica. <laughs> oh. <laughs> where, where well, you know, the thing start standing in the bus zones. They can't ticket uh, people that they don't know. Okay. You know what I mean? Right. Like, if you're, if you're standing yeah, there, Santa Monica, fix your homeless shit. Nobody can get out in Santa Monica by 10 o'clock. Okay. Fix your shit first before you do this. But anyway. Yep. Yeah. All right. So let's uh, let's go into some some funnies. Uh, this one's good. Let's talk about just <laughs> mannequin. <laughs> okay. You know our Jeff. Jeff, are you here? I haven't seen you for a while, Jeff. I miss you, Jeff. Where are you? Jeff from uh, Myrtle Beach, the sweetest man I on the planet ever. Anyway. So Jeff had the situation, Chris. Um, some passenger was in his car. Anyway, I'll just read this. At the end of the last month, I picked up a I picked up Jen Kelly from Kansas, who's the owner of four businesses. Good for Jen. Mm-hmm. And uh, two of them are a salon and a coffee shop, which I think is brilliant. So do I. Enthusiastic, outgoing, and a lot of fun to talk to. We had a one-hour ride together. Jeff, you need to stop. You need to stop. Taking these long trips, Jeff. <laughs> anyway, Lily the mannequin was in the car since she had just been teaching hairstyling. I'm like, okay, so I'm see where this is going. And Jeff goes, getting out of my car and helping her with her things. She handed me Lily the mannequin, the head, and and said, "I want you to display this in your museum because Jeff's car interior is like a museum, Chris. He has bills mm-hmm. from all over the globe." Yeah, shit. Oh, hanging don't, don't worry. We, we got we got you pictures. Know. We got pictures. We're gonna show. Yeah, we got oh, there, There's Jeff. And, and so as I walked to my car from her door, I was trying to think of what I could do with her. Her meaning Lily, not Jen. A man was walking on the sidewalk <laughs> in front of the house, very slowly. He was watching me very carefully, walking with a woman's head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Sunshine man is here. Love you, Jeff. Walking with a woman's head. And I broke up laughing, and I knew this would be a hit in my car. Now, if I put this in my car in L.A., I will be deactivated so fast. <laughs> People will go like, this fucking guy has that. No, you'll, you'll be pulled over, and the, the LAPD will slam you on the ground until they realize it's a mannequin. <laughs> and then they'll just walk away. And then he goes, this is just the beginning. I do have a little scrapbook for her that I will put pictures in of Lily with riders. I'm like, what? What kind of place is Myrtle Beach, bro? I've been to Myrtle Beach. And some <laughs> of their comments. I may also tape a woman's voice in her mid-20s saying a couple of things like, hi, my name is Lily. We're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> As people are leaving the car, thanks for riding with us. So, and here he goes. This is Jeff's car. And I was like... Kansas anymore. <laughs> yes, <laughs> This ah, is Jeff's car. This is a freaking head. And look at this. Look at this car. Look at this car, people. The one, the picture on the upper left. Look at all the all the dollar bills from all over the 35 countries, he says now. 
And the head of the mannequin is right in the middle in the, on the console there. And I'm going like, how are people not freaking out when they see this shit? But, you know, Jeff doesn't work drunk <laughs> hours, so, you know, it should be all right. Daylight hours. And these are some of the some of the quotes that Jeff received by, by people seeing this head. Picture below is my mannequin Lily on a bicycle that a rider purchased at Walmart. I'm like, okay. Riders are laughing at Lily, taking pictures of her, and I think I've gotten some dollar to dollar tips I would not gotten from short rides. Okay. Some of the best comments were, that is crazy off the charts. You're not going to replace her with one of us, are you? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that no, I haven't it. had a drunken or a shrunken head in here in a while. <laughs> <laughs> That's the comment of the year. You're not going to replace her head with one of us, right? <laughs> She's very, no. very beautiful. One young woman asked me, are you a psychopath? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Jeff. And after I said no, she said, I didn't think so because I'm still alive probably. And best reaction was a female bartender who gasped and said, she almost gave me a heart attack. I thought it was the child looking. <laughs> She's a little <laughs> troll. That's hilarious. You should bring her into my bar. Jeff, yeah, go ahead, Jeff. I'll buy you a drink in that bar. Take this head to her bar. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is only Jeff. Nobody would do this but our Jeff, okay? I would definitely not be putting a head in my car. How about you, Chris? You going to put a head in your car? <laughs> uh, no, probably not. But the, it's kind of a funny story because oh, there was geez. this uh, there was this person. There's a person not too far from where I grew up. Uh, they were oh called God. the Mannequin Man. And he had like different mannequins that he would put in his in the in this big giant window uh, for all to see. And he would dress them up for the holidays, and they would be doing oh different God, things. Bro. And it, it was just a wild. Like <laughs> everybody around Buffalo knows this person in Depew, um, known as the Mannequin Man. Uh, he's no longer here anymore. So the house sold, and so did the mannequins. But just imagine like living in that house now. <laughs> So next time we have imagine. Jeff on, next time we have Jeff on the show, we have, he has to bring the Lily with him. <laughs> hey, hey, Jeff, is your not. wife jealous of Lily? Is your wife jealous of Lily? <laughs> uh, my name is Lily. <laughs> this is funny, bro. He's I love Jeff. Anyway, so there you go. That's Jeff and the mannequin Lily. You know, there you go. Would you like to play with my hair? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I lose it. all right well, before i completely <laughs> lose it let's finish it <laughs> because i don't know what it is today i have like a funny thing <laughs> lift lift we're on you today lift look at this shit chris this is <laughs> at least they took 1200 plus rides you know what i'm saying and they still have a five five oh rating with all this shit showing up on my on my ping <laughs> yeah yeah, I mean, seriously, like this is one other thing we're going to talk about, Mr. Richard, safety of drivers. I mean, look, this is all cute and fun and whatever. This should not be going on, okay? Put a goddamn picture of yours. Put a snapshot. Take a selfie. We're in the most selfie-happy society on the planet. Put a selfie yeah. of your own face there. You can put he, him, his, whatever there. I, that's not my problem. I, I don't need the dogs. <laughs> I, I, my problem is the, the whatever, the chihuahuas. They look like chihuahuas. I'm like, I love chihuahuas, but this is bullshit, man. Come on, man. Oh, some people are getting ahead of the game. Who wants 25 bucks? Enter some hashtag SMTMC in the chat now. 
Oh yeah, more money, more surges money. <laughs> so people are already doing it. You're 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 ahead of the game. Good. <laughs> oh, people are used to it now. See, we got to throw them. At, oh, you know, we're, we're gonna week. we're we gonna have to do switch it up one. now. We're yeah, switching I it don't up. Know. Are you sending a lot of people to show <laughs> details, bro? What's going on here? <laughs> no, nobody gets. Nobody got nobody it except me, buddy. <laughs> we're gonna so, change it. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna change it around. No, you know what? That one time when I did change things around, it threw people off. They were, putting in, they were putting in they were putting in hashtag money and hashtag smtmc and uh, uh we changed it up and it threw everybody off so we're gonna do that again but no right now if you want 25 bucks or if you want to be entered to win 25 dollars let's do it that way uh enter hashtag smtmc into the chat and uh we'll we'll get that drawn in just a few moments yes okay so lawrence you're all cute and stuff so this is from europe Okay, I don't know how much of this is happening in the U.S., but I'm pretty sure it's happening. It's from U.K. A hidden consequence of the gig economy is that workers keep asking customers for sex or dates. Huh. You know, as a rideshare driver, I have never asked my passengers for sex or dates. I have been proposed a quite man. a few times, though. Um, so I, th I think yeah. in the U.S., I think it's the opposite. I think it's hidden consequences of the gig economy is that uh passengers keep asking drivers for uh -huh. oh potentially yeah you know what you may be right on that one because we do yep. everything opposite of the globe you know because we're the only people on the planet 350 million of us we rule the world so businesses in food and parcel delivery often rely on large number of gig economy true uk's data watchdog found some of these workers are propositioning customers no I'm no like, no, no. They're saying, what are they saying, Chris? Show me the tip, or is that what they're saying? I'm just... <laughs> uh, I think they're saying uh, just the tip. Just the tip, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up. Anyway, oh, and boy. people have the right to order pizza without them being asked for sex, a watchdog said. I agree, whoever the watchdog I agree. is. I agree. I agree. Don't, don't be yeah. one of those people. Don't be one of those people that, that do this. Yeah, look at this. I mean, this is all you. Almost one in three Brits between 18 this and 34 years. You know, received unwanted contact from delivery drivers. Okay, here's another thing. Okay, you know, Uber and Lyft give you give the passenger your contact info after they ask you, is it okay? Because if they leave something in the car, right? I think it should that should stop altogether. Nobody should be getting mm. the passengers' um, info, and nobody should be getting the drivers' info. Period. So there you go, Chris. This is what's happening. One in three. I mean, un unless there's unless there's a mutual ben uh, a mutual understanding between the two parties at the time, if they want to give contact information, that's up to them. But something where it's like, yeah, using the app to try to get somebody's personal information uh, or personal phone number, I I've heard quite a few stories about that, and I, I don't find that yeah. uh, I, I think a good thing I, in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. So the ICO, which is um, the European watchdog. Uh, did not explicitly name any companies. Well, shit, we can guess. I mean, in Europe, they have a couple of extra ones. They have Getir and they have, uh, you know, and Rideshare. They have a couple other extra companies in there other than Uber and Lyft. But we're talking about DoorDash. We're talking about, you know, I don't think uh, we're talking about uh, uh, Just Eats, which is Grubhub's parent. And, you know, we have obviously Uber Eats. So uh, it's funny though that this this looked at just deliveries and and uh, last mile delivery and courier issues. It didn't talk about rideshare. So you know I think it's easier if you're going to proposition Chris. If you have somebody's number, you just shoot a text. It's not really that personal, I guess. 
But if you're in the car, I think that's just not going to happen. So, I just be like, hey. Yeah. So, I just, it, at least at this point, all I have to do is roll over and say, yep. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. It, it surveys found that two thirds of the UK public believe it's not morally right to use personal details. I agree. Given no, for business purposes for romantic sexual propositions. Hey, what do you guys think? This is happening here or what? I don't think it's happening as much in the US. Maybe it is, but we're um, not getting. I th I think it is. Uh, I mean, I've been I've All been right. propositioned quite a few times driving, okay. um, right. and then yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the the other the other thing I think wasn't there. There's somebody they had the the news article maybe about a year ago or so that they uh, they wouldn't give them their food unless they wanted to get unless yeah. they were like trying to get them to have sex with them or something. Yeah, I can't remember the story exactly, but it was it was something like that. Yeah. So the regulator said it's cracking down on these occurrences. Good luck. Um, Hey, man, the only way you can stop this is don't put out the passenger info to the driver and don't put out the driver info to the passenger. Period. Mm -hmm. Done. Done. Yep. You know what I'm saying? There you go. Because this is like pushing the problem over because their so-called support is so overwhelmed, Chris. The chatbots are even overwhelmed probably by DoorDash and Uber Eats. They go like, I ah, just screw it. Let them be. <laughs> let's, have, let's have everybody have their own numbers and talk to each other, do whatever they want. I'm like, yeah, I don't think it's kosher. I don't think. Okay, so don't ever do this, people. You will get deactivated. Okay, so there you go. Yep. Yeah, definitely, definitely not do that. Um, yeah. So just just be smart out there, as we say. So, all right, let's see who's gonna win some money right now. Share screen. Oh. Blah da doo doo doo. Yeah, Lyft gave me show me some more money this weekend, so I have to see what we can do about that. <laughs> And people are going to go shape shit now <laughs> when I show them that uh, ride challenge. Of oh, course, I more got a, ride, I got a nice money. ride challenge too. So just wait until that. BJ Davis. BJ Davis. More rides, less money. BJ Davis. 25 Congratulations. Bucks, I think BJ Davis has won before. I don't know. I don't I think remember. so. I don't remember. I have a photographic memory, buddy. I think, I, I think he did. Or she did. I don't know about that. Okay, one. so here are the winners, people. Please email me. Nikki Manchev is the T-shirt. Uh, email me sergiotoreshiaguy.com with your size and your physical address. The other two don't have to send me physical address. The what master? Devo master, twenty-five bucks. BJ Davis, twenty-five bucks. You just have to email me, so we can get you the money. And that's it. All right. So we got we got a couple of thing more things that we gotta you know kind of recoup or retalk about when it comes to. Uh, a couple of the announcements for people who may not have been here at the beginning of the show when we were talking about it. First uh, and foremost, uh, go back and check the uh, interview with Steve Wright, from who is the uh, CEO of Rides Rideshare. Uh, yes. Great interview there. Um, yes. But we're also going to have a couple of interviews over the next couple of weeks coming out uh, that you're definitely not going to want to miss. Uh, starting next week, we're going to have a couple of legislators from Chicago because they are looking at a citywide ordinance for Uber and Lyft drivers when it comes to driver pay and protections. Uh, so we're going to have a couple of them on uh, to talk about that. And we'll probably mention that rides will be uh, able to pick up where Uber and Lyft may want to leave if they approve that ordinance. So it's like, see ya. Have a good day. Um, so yeah, you don't want to miss that. What's going on. Um, and then again, same thing. If you're interested in that type of legislation possibly coming to your particular area or market, uh, it's just one of those things that you'll want to watch and then go back and watch a couple of the other videos like the playbook when we had the people from Seattle on. We had a few people on, Walt 
and a couple others when it came to uh, kind of the playbook that what they used when it came to Seattle, when it came to the state of Washington, uh, getting that type of uh, legislation in place that provides uh, great mileage uh, and time rates, as well as protections, uh, PTO, other benefits uh, that you would never think of. So it's great to see that uh, coming to fruition, something that we appreciate there. Um, also, David Risher, we have announced for what day was it again, Serge? September 26th, Tuesday, like it is always. Yeah. Last so Tuesday we, of September. Yep. So that's a few weeks away. That's going to be three weeks from today. Um, so again, next week is the Chicago uh, City Ordinance, the aldermen and women. Uh, I forget who, who you said was going to be specifically on there. Many um, we got them. Lori, uh, Light, not Lori Lightfoot, <laughs> not the mayor. <laughs> not the no. Mayor. Uh, uh, and so then on yeah. calendar, the big news is 926. Um, yep. David Risher, unless it completely falls apart, which I don't think it will. We had the tentative date anyway, but we just confirmed it with Lyft comms. Um, there's going to be a lot of things coming up between 926 on Lyft. Watch out, people. You may like some of this stuff. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm All right. Uh, any anything else, Sergio, that you wanna you wanna mention? Well, but, you know, I, I have a ride challenge this weekend. I'm gonna have to do 50 trips or 75 trips. Up to me. I don't know which one. Um, I think you got go for 75. That. I wanna post it on our community page. Get more hate saying that you're <laughs> sold again. And I'm like, okay, whatever. But now I'm not gonna ignore all of it. I'm just gonna ignore it. And then uh, I have uh, soccer games this weekend, so I'm not sure how I'm going to do that, do 50 trips and soccer games. I don't know. Well, you better get out there right now. Go get something to eat and then uh, go turn your – oh, no, oh, it's a weekend it's Friday to Monday thing, bro. That's right. Yeah, it's Friday weekend to Monday I forgot thing. they split it. Yeah, yeah I forgot Friday to Monday thing. It's going to be tough to get 50 yeah. shorties. It's going to be tough. I don't know. Well, with uh, yeah, that's that's when you got to go to USC. Then you just got to do it. <laughs> get it yeah. get it done in like eight uh, in, in a few hours. Five hours, good. five hours, fifty yeah. trips for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but all right, anyway. so, no, uh, don't forget time. tomorrow is Money Hungry with Kim and Zach. Uh, we got all their a lot of other great content coming out. So if you're not subscribed already, make sure you are. Also, one of the other things I'm gonna plug, I'm gonna shamelessly plug my other channel. Uh, if you want to check out my new weekly uh, series, which oh. is called Buffalo by the Slice. So I'm visiting every pizzeria in the entire Buffalo area, seeing who's got the best slice in town and share some really cool things about Buffalo. Uh, the first episode dropped on Monday. Uh, the next one's going to be Friday or um, sometime this weekend. I'm not sure. It just depends on when I get the edit finished. Uh, but with that being said, uh, head over to the channel. Link's going to be in the description. Uh, so you can go over there right after watching Show Me the Money Club and uh, check out the first episode of Buffalo by the Slice. Did I watch Messi? Yes. Well, we're going to watch first. We're going to go watch Chris get fat. <laughs> no, Chris is not going to get fat. You're going you're gonna to watch Chris shrink up. Okay. <laughs> That's All the right. whole point. That's the whole Did goal. I watch Messi? Now, um, what do you think, William? <laughs> well, I've watched every single freaking game so far, right? The only reason I did not go to the game was because the nosebleed section was at 800 bucks a pop. I ain't going to spend. <laughs> However, next year, I'm going to buy LAFC season seats, and I'm going to make sure I watch him live before he goes away or I die with my son. For sure, that's happening. Here's a 36-year-old man with his three Barcelona mates are running circles around 20-year-olds. That goes to show 
how much better these people are than U.S. soccer players. So, of course, I did. He's always going to be my man. Messi forever. There you go. All right. With that being said, have a great rest of your night. Enjoy. Go make that money. And we will see you guys be next safe. week. That's right. Yeah, be safe. Especially watch those tickets and watch those kids. Uh, make sure you're safe around the schools. <laughs> And not go speeding around those cameras and all that, all that other stuff. Especially Uber Teen. Make sure it says Uber Teen. Oh, don't take them. 